Welcome to Cross the World with Kelly Miller, where we take you behind the curtain to see what it's like for some of the most impoverished children and families on the face of the planet, and how we can help transform their lives from deepest need to thriving joy. I'm your host, Kelly Miller, the president and CEO of Cross International. And I'm Chris McIntyre, co-host of Cross the World. We're now at episode nine. Can you can you believe that? We're not okay. So we're, we're on now, a roll, right? That's right. <laughs> and and for this episode, we're going to talk about a word that is used quite a bit in the nonprofit arena: uh, transformation. Right. And it's it's kind of a fancy word, isn't it? Isn't it, Kelly? Well, yeah, yeah, it is, and it's also kind of one of those throwaway words too, right? That's right. Yeah, you hear it so lot, so much, not only in our work, but just in 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 general in culture. That's right. Yeah, let's transform yeah. ourselves. Yeah. Let's transform, Transformation, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but what does it mean? Yeah. Well, it's a great question. You know, again, we're, here we are. We're talking about uh, uh, international. Uh, development and relief work, right? right. In in, uh-huh. in our work, and in particular, you know, faith based, Christian based work, uh, which which um, uh, we talk a lot about transformation, right? In our in our faith, we talk about you know what what does God do in our lives? Is, right, is transforms, it transforms our minds and our hearts and such. But it, it's a word you're you're spot on. We do use the word transformation a lot, even here at Cross International. We talk about community transformation. We talk mm-hmm. about transforming lives, and. You know, for our listeners and and others that that hear that word, that sometimes I think can kind of be an an eye rolling word. Like, really, yeah. You know, what do you mean by that? It just it might sound good, but really, what's behind that? Mm-hmm. And that's the focus of what we want to talk about today. Uh, just to make sure that that as we communicate this word transformation, what is the reality? It is real in people's right. lives. You know, some of the most desperate people on the face of the planet. You know that their lives are transformed. God is using cross other organizations, our supporting partners. You know this 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 engine of, of prayer and finances and technical abilities to engage with some of the most um, uh, impoverished and, and and desperate folks on the face of the planet and really help uh, their lives become transformed. Mm-hmm. And that's what we want to talk about today. Yeah, you know, it's really yeah. interesting. That you go to the we do have the pop culture that that talks a lot about <laughs> hey transform your life you know do this that and the other thing you know I'm, I'm I guess I'm kind of old for that stuff but you know my my kids get that a lot in in, in social media but yeah, if you could let's just, just go back to the yeah. roots let's go back oh, to Webster absolutely how's that right yeah and you know if you go to Webster uh, looking up the the, the word uh, transformation is to change in composition or structure right to change an outward form of appearance or change in character or to change in condition mm-hmm. and for our our purpose today and, and and truly the purpose of of our work across let's focus on that that, that change of condition and oftentimes character mm-hmm. with people and that really when we start looking at transformation through those lenses with uh the folks and the communities that we get a chance to 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 interact with boy i'll tell you changes is is, is incredible and and I love it about our opportunity ministry work to to be able to to be a part of that journey for people's lives to transform to change and in 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 both condition and character for the good i mean for the really good and let's talk about that um let me can can we hop on a plane <laughs> sure <laughs> we tend to do that a lot on these podcasts don't we um 
We're gonna we're gonna uh, hop back down to Nicaragua, okay, uh, uh, south of the border for us in, in, in Central America, uh, Latin America, and it was just there. Oh, oh gosh, maybe three weeks ago mm-hmm. or so. Uh, you know, you're, you're you're quite aware. And uh, to our listeners, uh, we have a board of directors here at Cross International, and the, the people that they help guide our organization uh, from a, a vision and a uh, a, a mission perspective. And uh, we meet once a quarter with our board. Our, our leadership team from Cross International meets with our, our, our board once a quarter. And we try uh, to go on a trip internationally, take, take the board abroad to experience the projects that we all get to work together. So we had a chance to do that, uh, a board meeting about three weeks ago in, in Nicaragua. Right. Uh, right. For, and, and about half of our board were able to, to, to make the, the trip with us. Uh, the other half, when we had our actual board meeting, came in via Zoom. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, interesting in a rural situation, but it could work. Yay. <laughs> uh, it's good. But um, what was really interesting is that we, we have talked about this word transformation with our board for, for quite a number of years, the last three or four years. And, um, and I'll talk more about this later, but they really got it. They got it. In ways that, light, you know, you take all the light bulbs and, and turn them on. Uh, it, it happened for this group of people. Um, but if I could, um, here here we are. Uh, if, if you can, if I can mentally take you to this place, right? Right. In the in the mountains of of north central Nicaragua, beautiful, beautiful place. Uh, yeah, you know, lush rolling hills, um, uh, banana trees, coffee uh, farms, and and, and such. Um, but also very very impoverished, mm-hmm. incredibly impoverished. Um, other than Haiti, Nicaragua uh, is the most impoverished country in the Western Hemisphere. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a lot of factors to that, but that's just the reality yeah. of it. Yeah. And, and for many, for the majority of the population, they are uh, oftentimes uh, rural uh, day laborers working on somebody else's farm. Right. You know, scratching out a living. We've talked a bit about um, uh, some of these people in, in our past podcasts. And again, just as the setting is that, uh, imagine you're a, a, a father or a mother, and, and usually the situation is, is father is a day laborer working uh, uh, literally for the 60, 80 cents, maybe a dollar at the high end, a dollar 20 a day mm-hmm. in earnings. Right. Uh, working for somebody else, um, and it's close to slave labor. Uh, it's very difficult. You're out in the, the hot sun. Um, uh, working, uh, working out in the fields, uh, uh, planting, uh, cultivating, uh, uh, harvesting, and, and all the other processes that, that, that are engaged in that, and, uh, things like coffee and corn and, and sugar cane and, and, and other crops that are, that are common down there. And, and you're, you're just a, a passionate dad. You know, you, you got a wife and, and kids, and, and you want to take care of those kids and give them an opportunity to thrive in life. And your wife may work in the fields also, but she oftentimes is working at home, taking care of the kids, uh, maybe raising some chickens, uh, trying to keep things together there. And that's your life. One of our, our partners in Nicaragua is called Agros. Uh, again, we've talked about Agros before in, in the podcast. Fabulous organization. We love working together with, with Agros, uh, with these communities. And it's all agricultural-based, identifying many of these, these families uh, that have the passion to move forward in life. And, they, and, they, and they're providing an opportunity. Cross and Agros provides an opportunity 
for these families to come together in as oftentimes new communities, developing new villages. You can imagine that. Right. Yeah. Um, I was in Nicaragua just a few years ago. Uh, Zach Olis, our, our programs director, and I were there. And uh, with Agros, uh, we were in an area, uh, a village called San Jose. Again, this is significantly rural area. And the vision, this is three, almost four years ago. The vision then, if you can imagine, we're, we're standing out in these, these rolling mountainous hills, uh, big open grassy field, banana trees all around us, uh, beautiful vistas, right? Again, still highly impoverished area. And there's a group of families. Uh, there were, I think there were eight or ten uh, families. It was mom and dad there, not the kids. And they're holding this big hand-painted um, picture for on canvas, maybe 10 feet wide and four or five feet high. And, and it's this image that they've painted of what this village, it, they, they collectively want this village to become some homes, uh, some small plots of agriculture, uh, maybe a school building and such. And, and we have a picture. Of, of, if you can imagine, you know, 16 or 18 people standing behind the sign holding up with big smiles and these hopeful faces. Right. What could be? How could our lives be transformed <laughs> into what this could become? Roll, roll the clock forward to today. We're, we're there three weeks ago, and that village is very real. Homes have been built, uh, a medical clinic is close by, uh, education is offered to, to the children. Um, uh, and it's all b- uh, based around the ability to train uh, mom and dad, primarily dad, but oftentimes mom too, in, in very simple agricultural techniques and providing the land for them to cultivate and to develop crops that are not just um, self-sustaining or self-sufficient crops, uh, what we call it subsistence farming, right, to provide enough food just for yourself. It's that, but it's also these are crops that are pulled into the marketplace, right? What is the market demanding? Peppers, lettuces, uh, cilantro, you know, other types of crops that, that you, can, you can grow in bulk and sell at the local market. So you're generating income for yourself, sustainable income. And what all the teachings that come from that in terms of the ability to, to produce and grow and maintain those crops. Very simple, what we call climate smart uh, agricultural teachings. And this has happened in such a short period of time. You know, it's just amazing over the last couple of years. We could talk a lot about that, but what it done? What it's done? It's, it's taken families out of uh, an incredible uh, uh, poverty and in a, a tough place. And if I could, can I tell you about Eric and his family? Sure. Okay. All right, guys. Um, this story is replicated literally a uh, hundred times over in this particular village area, and, and will be in thousands of times over in other villages in Nicaragua. Um, but Eric. And his wife and their two kids, Eric's, um, I don't know his exact age, but I'm guessing Eric's probably maybe 30-ish. Right. Maybe a little bit younger than that. Mm-hmm. Wife's about the same age. They've got two little boys, um, Jonathan. Jonathan is one, and, 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 and Eric Jr. is another. And their story is that Eric had been working as a day laborer on a plantation uh, not too far from, uh, from San Jose. And they, as they describe it, you know, they were, they were living – they were tenants on the farm, and they were living in a, in a one-room, in essence, stall, almost like if you can imagine a horse stall. Right. Okay, yeah. And, you know, uh, cardboard on the floor for the bed and these kind of things. And, and um, 
that was life. He'd go to work during the day, mom would take care of the kids, and, and they'd exist in this place. Wasn't a lot of, 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 of hope for the future. It was really, truly a, a scratch down an existence for today. And a um, long story, but Eric uh, got involved with, with Agros uh, and Cross International and this, this for this new village, Nuevo San Jose, to develop, right? Right next to San Jose, right? But this new village. And he became one of the, his family became one of the, the, the founding families in Nuevo San Jose. And here we are, uh, and you go back, he, he was making about 80 cents a day equivalent. You know, purpose is per person within the household. Today, well, three years later, uh, because of uh, his ability to get trained and to put that training to work and to have a home that's, a stabi- that's stable for him and his family would be together and he could go work uh, a, f- a small field that, that is now his, He's making, if I have my figures right, around $6,000 a year. Okay. And so let's go from about, um, oh, uh, maybe if it's 80 cents a day, I'm just in rough numbers. That's about $300 a year per person times five. Uh, What's that? $1,500 a year. That's amazing. Now to $6,000 a year. And that income is going to continue to grow. Right, he has a home that he's paying off. He has land that he's paying off, and he'll soon have that paid off, and he'll own both of those. He'll have an asset, right? So that's literally instead of a hand to mouth existence, now suddenly he's he's taking and and he's he's making a profit for the first time in his life. Very true, very true, and and building a future. And here, here's just the cool part of that, right? It's not all about the stuff, right? Right. You know, the church, you know, God's reality is, is at the core of that ministry work in Eric and his family's life in this whole community. Um, uh, uh, there are two pastors that are part of this community, right? <laughs> and they're, they're in discipleship with all of the community. And then that, that has grown from, what, the 8 to 10 to, uh, families now to almost 30 and, and, and more that will, that will continue to grow with that. And so there's discipleship, there's, there is uh, uh, Bible study, there is just the, this acknowledgement and reliance on this God that cares for us right. and does what? Transforms us. It, it must, it's not just transforming for them, but it must, it must be transforming for you as well. Well, I, you know, Chris, it, 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 for all of us that get the honor to be involved in this ministry work, uh, you know, you've been out there. You, you, it's reached out and grabbed you. You always think, hey, look what we get to do. And we do. We get to do. We, you know, our, our saying, look what That's we right. get to do. We get to do this incredible uh, ministry work God's called us into. And, and, and for those that, that partner with us, you know, you're all part of this journey. I say that, I hope, as an encouragement to our listeners. In that you, know, you, if you're partnering with Cross or any organization that, that's doing this type of ministry work, you are you are an incredibly vital part of the change, the transformation that 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 change in condition, as Webster says, for people. And then it's not just condition, but oftentimes it's character, because. Uh, oftentimes uh, folks in, in desperate places like this, you know, they may not have, a, they don't, may not know who God is. They might not have a relationship. They may not have a reliance on Jesus, right? But when they experience the love through very tangible work like this, they realize, boy, somebody cares 
right? And as we all agros ourselves, others deflect, it's not us. It's God. It's God resources. You know, we're just simply vessels. We're partners in life with you, right? This is God's love for you. And they realize, oh, my gosh, there is a God who cares for me, who loves for me. I need to lean in and trust, just like you and I do in our daily lives. Right. We have our own challenges, right? But when we choose to lean in and trust the Lord, hopefully our character is changing for the better, for the good, right? And that's, that's that transformation. It's very real. Very, if there's any one word I'd love our listeners to come away with today, it's real. You know, when we, when we think of the word transformation and, and the work that, that, that gets done here, it's, it's about real. We, um, a few months earlier, uh, I was in Guatemala um, uh, with one of our other partners there, and we had a, um, a person who's new to our board. Um, uh, this was her first trip with us to, to go see the, uh, the work. Actually, it was just before she decided to join the board. This was kind of the, the um, uh, time abroad to, to understand our work and such, and we were standing again, a very a rural situation, very similar to, to Nicaragua. Um, we're out in in uh, 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 the hills of, of eastern uh, Guatemala. Um, you know, a lot of banana trees and overgrown shade, and it's kind of junglish, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, Chris, you've been there. The, a lot of poverty there, also. But some of the families we're working with there, a very similar type of work, had come out of a situation where they were living in just a, a shanty of a shack. You know, I mean, uh, old pieces of corrugated uh, metal zinc, uh, it's called there, that, that kind of tilt up and make the, make the walls, some mud brick here and there, a little bit of a roof, you know, uh, an open pit fire, wood stove inside with smoke billowing inside the one or two room hut and such, to a place where they now have a solid... Um, Cinder block home, clean, three rooms, you know, uh, what we call an eco, eco smart, eco safe stove uh, for their home so the smoke gets dissipated, right? Outside. Um, and the sense of pride, right? And so we're standing in front of that home. And she looks at me and she just says, kind of awestruck, I, I just, I didn't realize how little it takes to change a life. <laughs> you know? And and this is a person who uh, was a CFO of a multi-billion-dollar credit union here in the states. I mean, very experienced, deeply, uh, deeply experienced person um, who has a good understanding of the world around her, right? But very kind of first time of being challenged with looking at this reality and seeing the transformation in these people's lives. Again, church, the church being at the core, the center of all that. That's a that's a wonderful observation. Isn't that something? Yeah. And, you know, like you said, Chris, it's not about the stuff, right? It's not about the stuff. The stuff is part of it. I mean, for you and me, same thing. All of our listeners, you need a home, right? You need food. You know, stuff is important. It really is to, to exist. But at the, at the core of that, the center, it's the power of the gospel. It's the power of the gospel in action. And, it's, you know, the verse that... You know, and our listeners probably know we, we rely on so much as First John uh, 3.17. It says, if anyone has material possessions and sees a brother or sister in need but has no pity on them, how can the love of God be in that person? You know? and, and so for those that have resources, we're called. God doesn't just call. He commands us to engage around us, whether it's halfway around the world or right next door. doesn't matter. 
Yeah. God calls us to, to engage uh, and, and express that, that power of the gospel and his love. And part of that truly is the, is the material world around us, right? Not in, not in um, excessive uh, silliness, right, in any way, shape, or form, but in, in enough, right, to live day to day. And, again, the, the, going back to um, our board of directors in, in Nicaragua, we had a couple of days visiting these villages, again, Nueva San Jose being one, another one called La Bédition, the, 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 uh, a village that's not too far from there working with Agros. And, and I could go on forever just talking about the, the changes there in the last three years. been incredible. But we had a little debrief time around dinner the, the second night. And, and Zach, again, our program's uh, vice president and I were, were with the board members. And just said, you know, t- guys, just tell us, you know, what are your impressions um, of this work? And, and we call it community transformation work. Here, Todd, what do you think? How's God speaking to you in this? And for the next half an hour, at least, the conversation was was incredible. Um, you know, our board had heard us talk about community transformation for the last three plus years, but this was really the first time that they all that they collectively had a chance to go see it and experience it. And as I mentioned earlier, the light bulbs went off. I mean, they've truly understood that this word transformation, this this nebulous kind of throwaway word, is very real. And and the change in life, the the heart change, the physical change, the surroundings, the economy for these little kids and their mom and their dad is so real. It is so real. And this, this puts them on a trajectory, not just for a, a wonderful life today, but for eternity with Jesus, right? Because they're understanding the truth of the power of the gospel. Second Corinthians, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a what? A new creation. The old's passed away, and behold, the new has come. That's the power of transformation of the gospel. So when you get... To our listeners, when you guys get engaged with Cross International or any other organization like ours or something that's across the street from you in your home, you, I want to encourage you, you are actively in the process of transforming lives. God's using you to transform lives. The people who are so desperate for change. And, you know, who knows, maybe along the way, your life's getting trans- transformed too. So God bless you guys and Thanks for listening. We appreciate you. We'd love to hear your feedback. Chris, what's the email for them to get feedback? It's, uh, it's, it's real easy. Podcast at crossinternational.org. Thanks so much. God bless. If you'd like to learn more about Cross International and make a difference in the lives of vulnerable children and their family members, visit our website at crossinternational.org. See you next time at Cross the World with Kelly Miller.